Roy Bennett once said, Beliefs are choices. First you choose your beliefs. Then your beliefs affect your choices. Welcome to the Core Pillar Studio. Myself, AC, along with Dawn, will be discussing about choices that we make in our life. Welcome, Dawn. Very good morning to you. Glad to be here, I say. Thank you. Our life today is mere reflection of the choices that we have made in our yesteryears. Why do we have to make such choices? How should we make the choice which is right for us? Every moment in our life, we are making choices. Choices are stepping stones for us to move forward. Stones which are floating on water. Stepping on the right stone will help us move forward. And likewise, stepping on the wrong one will drown us. To start with, let me ask Don on how he thinks about choices. Well, that's, uh, that's a pretty large topic. Uh, I'll just share a few thoughts uh, and then we can see where we go with it. Uh, you know, your, your opening comment about choosing beliefs uh, is an interesting comment. Uh, in my work, I use something I call the cycle of creation. And the way that works is that our beliefs determine how we think about things. Our thinking determines how we feel. The feeling determines behavior. The behavior determines the result, which reinforces that belief. Now, do we, do we choose beliefs or are those just given to us? Uh, what I'll suggest is that from the beginning, when we come into the world and as we grow up and we're surrounded by parents and teachers and other people, that we don't really have the ability to consciously choose our beliefs. Uh, I think what happens is that based on the, the consciousness and the understanding and the wisdom of a little child, that we automatically, from things we're experiencing uh, verbally, body language, however we experience the world, that from that level of consciousness as a little child, we're uh, creating beliefs, not choosing beliefs, but beliefs are being created. Now, I do believe at some point in our life, and, you know, that could be as early as six or seven or maybe later, I do believe there's some point in life where we do have the ability to choose beliefs. So that's just kind of a starting point, and I've got a number of other thoughts about choices, but tell me what you that, think about that as yeah, far as... No, no. Lovely, you, you, you just mentioned about child, um, and the thought that came to me was that even when there's a child, you know, who, who just cannot talk and maybe even a six-month child, and surprisingly, he also makes choices. Whether he wants milk, he, he, if he doesn't want milk, he'll spit it out. He would not want to, uh, you know, be with someone whom he's not liking with. So uh, he's also making choice. And that's very surprising uh, that, uh, you know, when we are talking of choices, one thing that comes, uh, you know, in, in, in the light is that even a child right from the very first breath is making choice. 
and we all are making our choices right from that moment of our life well so let choices me let, let me make one important play yeah let me make one comment i totally agree with you that we're making choices but my point was at what point do we choose our beliefs i don't think we're able to choose our beliefs as a little child i i agree with you on that don yes beliefs are something which are which are you know i would say uh, put upon us uh, initially and later on as we uh, get uh, influenced by other things as we grow up and our external environment we start to make a choice whether we need to um, agree to the uh, belief systems that we have developed or we don't need to agree what is working for us what is not working for us i totally agree with you on that point but coming back to the point of making choices don Uh, i would not want to let that you know that that moment go off and let's let's probably give some time to this discussion you know in terms of choices so how does that child you know who's just that small because this is a very important point he also makes choices so choices have been living with us for uh, you know for from from the day that we have born uh, you know and uh, we came into this world well let me uh that's that's a good a good point and let me just kind of uh put out some uh you know some ways that i see that we make choices uh there's something called free will uh, there's ego there's intuition there's spiritual guidance there's logical choices there's emotional choices uh there's peer pressure choices uh sometimes we're uh coerced to make a choice that uh maybe neither one is what we like but we have to choose something sometimes we make choices based on other people's expectations so there's all sorts of uh reasons and parameters that a person makes choices from uh so you know maybe maybe we can talk about are some are some reasons for making choices healthier than other reasons for making choices yeah don even i would say you know even if we, even before we get into those reasons i would just want to come back to that point and probably ponder upon the same point and you also just mentioned about free will ego spiritual guidance and feelings and uh, uh, you know this brings probably me to a to a thought that the child who is and i'm i'm trying to go back again to the child because i feel that's the moment that we are making you know the child who is who is who is just come into the world and is making choices i think that's that's the very core of our existence so uh, going back of course as we you you pointed out other choices as well don and those choices are somewhere influenced by some of the things that you mentioned you know while we are at job we are doing something uh the various experiences that come to us and we make choices so they do those are the choices probably which are uh, which are at a very mental level or a relative level that we make uh going back to that point of child making those choices don uh it's such a nice way to understand you know and that that would probably take us to the next level of discussion in terms of the reasons that you just mentioned when we talk of a child who is making choices i think he that child is making choices on the basis of the 
the energy vibrations that he is receiving number 1 he is making choices of the feelings that he is getting from inside and feelings have got no age right and uh, uh, i think feelings live with us right from the thoughts probably might take time to evolve but feelings are very much there right from the first breath so probably that child is taking some uh, or making some choices based on the feelings that he's uh, you know he's experiencing so is this the right way don to make choices in life uh, looking more from the feelings aspect and the energy vibrations aspect rather than uh, only making uh, decisions or making choices from the mind so if if you were to actually away uh, and choose between um, the mind and feelings and the thoughts and the feelings which one would you go for and why well uh you know it depends on where the feelings are coming from uh you know if feelings are coming from a uh, more of a superficial level like if you're doing things uh for instance if say you're a a teenager an older person and uh you're making choices to uh a drink beer because it feels good or you're making choices to eat lots of sweets because it feels good or you're making choices to do drugs because it feels good uh to me those are uh uh what i would call more feelings related to ego or superficial feelings uh then when you get into uh what i would call more intuitive feelings come from a spiritual basis a deeper basis of inner work and you get a uh, i don't even know if I want to call it a feeling more than a guidance so for me uh, the word feeling <laughs> you know is kind of a it's like what do you mean by feelings so so definitely uh Well, that's a, this is a huge question, AC. What do you think about when you talk about feelings? What does that mean to you? Uh I I feel don that, you know, when you talk about feelings and and the choices that we make with these feelings. Uh you mentioned about a teenager taking a a bear wanting a bear uh or wanting drugs to have uh, you know and that's he and the somewhere he's making a conscious choice because he's feeling better about it uh or maybe he wants it as as a craving that he has on his mind uh which which probably makes him feel that it will make him feel better however uh i would say feeling uh maybe a kind of an intuition which actually comes from inside uh it may be possible that a teenager having a beer or somebody having a drugs uh may uh, want to take it for for getting some pleasure i would say and here i would want to you know differentiate between pleasure and feeling for a moment uh where he may want to have that pleasure but a feeling or an intuitive feeling which might come from inside would still tell him that this is not good for you uh but he still continues to take that is something which he is craving for is is perhaps i feel on uh, where the mind takes over your your feelings and your intuitions and so many times it happens in our mind you know in our life that the mind actually uh, takes because of because it is under various influences 
around our uh, external circumstances you know that is perhaps one of the reasons uh, why i feel that when mind takes over the ego comes in the forefront and the core somewhere gets probably takes a back, back seat for a moment so this is how would i would understand feeling on that aspect on yeah so uh yeah this is a this is really a huge topic you know when we uh thought that we would talk about choices uh there's so many you know different layers to it and you know at different ages that we have i think choices uh come from different places like when as we mentioned with a little child uh you know they're basically making choices on how they feel or you know whether or not they're going to get punished or rewarded so you know choices are coming from one place at that age now the question is as you get older uh, does the way you make choices do you have more options on how you make choices for instance uh, do you think a 3 year old has different options on how they make choices than a 10 year old why not don definitely because uh, a 3 year old would have uh, and and this brings me to another point which you mentioned about reasons so i i believe for every choice there's a reason which precedes that choice and uh, those reasons can be the the needs and wants that a person has in his life uh, and the expectations that one has a 3 year old child uh, may have very different expectations and needs and wants and his choices probably would be basis that so if you give uh you know uh, a 3 year old child and a, a choice between uh you know uh, maybe maybe taking a chocolate or maybe taking a uh, you know or, or maybe sitting we <laughs> we can't say it, but today uh, today the world is very different but if we give him a choice of uh, you know uh, maybe picking up a mobile phone for that matter or maybe picking up a chocolate he would today rather pick up a mobile phone <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, of course uh, these these choices are uh, are somewhere based on our needs and wants and so would the 10 year old boy would make that choice and as we grow up now i think we all have our different needs and wants different uh, uh, you know uh, aspects of our life and a different stages of our life those needs and wants also force us to make choices at times well let me suggest this since uh, most of the people that are <clears throat> will be listening to this podcast will be you know i would say teenagers or older i think most of our listeners would be at a stage in life where uh they have the ability to uh determine uh you know maybe evaluate their belief system and really consciously determine why they're making the choices that they make and if they don't like the choices that they make in other words many times people are making choices and logically or intellectually they know these choices are not good for them in the long term but they can't help themselves now the question is why can't they help themselves uh my understanding and my experience is that those choices uh, where they can't seem to help themselves but they know they're not good for them is coming from an underlying belief system and that that belief system is like the the uh software in a computer 
In other words, the software's in there, and then when you punch certain keys, you get to choose what keys you punch, but the program determines what output you get. Now, I know in core peelers that, uh, that there are processes and techniques and tools to where if a person is interested in changing their behaviors in life, that, that there's a process to do it. So let's talk a little bit about people uh, that are making choices in life that don't really serve them, and they logically and intellectually know that, but how can they, because willpower and discipline doesn't go very far, okay? So how do you, what is a deeper level uh, and a effective level that people can learn to make better choices automatically and easily? That's a very pertinent question, and that was perhaps the second part of with you, Don, in terms of how we could make those choices which are right for us. And uh, since you brought up this point, Don, uh, I can share my experience with you on this. Uh, I, I personally believe that, uh, you know, there are two things that, that and you also mentioned about free will. So uh, <clears throat> life just brings experiences and events at you and, and you know, at every moment in your life. Uh, there are moments which just, uh, you know, which are not forced in your life. Rather, they just flow in your life. Uh, and uh, it's, again, coming back to that point in terms of uh, are we reacting to them or we are responding to them? Uh, when, we, when we react uh, without, uh, you know, any, any thought process to them, and we are bound to make some wrong choices in that matter. However, when we respond... Uh, I would say what I have done in the, in the past in my life, you know, I cannot vouch it for everyone. I can just share what I have done, and I feel that it's pretty good that I have learned from life, is that uh, go with the flow and uh, just make sure that uh, whatever comes in life, accept it uh, with, with complete gratitude. And uh, one must uh, listen to uh, his intuitive feelings that come from within which will always tell you whether it is right or wrong. Uh, you mentioned about core peelers, Don, and I can just share with you uh, one, one instance that I normally, uh, you know, one exercise that I normally do and suggest people at times. Uh, we have a belief system, Don, and this is a very good topic that we've just started up to talk about and going in detail that we all have a belief system and these belief systems are influenced by multiple factors in life. Uh, all these factors or our belief system, you know, our senses play a very important role in, in forming up our belief system because they feed the information to our belief system. There is no other way that we have got this information except from the five senses that we have. Uh, and we have fed that fodder to the belief system through these five senses. Uh, and we make choices based uh, on, the, on the expectation, needs, and wants uh, that we have from our inner self and our thoughts. But these five senses still play a role. So I, I probably just would put up uh, a small example here, Don. Suppose... Uh, we are about to eat something that's again 
an event in our life that we're just about to eat something and we're not sure whether it is good for us or bad for us and we have to make a choice. How do we do that? Uh, this exercise I do suggest to some of my clients. Uh, I tell them, pick up a bite and put it in your mouth for 10 seconds and let the saliva dissolve in with the bite that you have you have put in your mouth. Within 10 to 15 seconds, you would come to know, you will get an intuitive feeling whether this food is good for you or it is not good for you. And then you can make a choice. So I believe uh, if we are well aligned with our own internal systems, if we are very well aligned with our uh, our, our mind, body, and our core. Uh, and we are very well aligned with our energy flows in our life. Uh, we will get more intuitions uh, than a normal person gets in life. Uh, and that uh, percentage or a high percentage of getting intuitions, these intuitions are very much connected with nature and they guide us and help us in terms of making these choices. Uh, to as simple as making a choice to eat, to what uh, to eat or what not to eat, to the difficult choices of uh, choosing careers, choosing partners, spouses in life, uh, living life with spouses, and various other difficult decisions and strong decisions and big decisions of life, I believe intuitions play a very well, a very important role, and these intuitions are. Uh, what we should do is to improve the percentages of these intuitions that come from inside and listening to them. That's what my take on this is, Don. I would want, love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, yeah, and you know, your point about how we get information from the five senses is very interesting because for me, in my life, uh, you know, up until the age of about 45 or 46, that's pretty much how I processed everything through my five senses and my mind. And so experiences I had through my five senses, would I would kind of, you know, compute that through my mind, make logical decisions about doing this or doing that. And, you know, that worked pretty well for me uh, most of the time. But uh, eventually it didn't work too well at all. And as a result of some experiences I had in the late 80s, that world got turned upside down because back then, if I couldn't see, feel, touch, or understand it, it did not exist in my world. And as a result of my life getting turned upside down and working with a coach and, you know, doing other things, uh, I had an experience in uh, the spring of 1992, which was unlike anything that I had ever had in my life. I had an experience where I knew that there was a power beyond my intellect, my logic, beyond the five senses. I, I call that God. Some people use universal consciousness, uh, higher power. There's lots of terms for that. But the first time in my life, I had that direct experience that there was something other than the five senses and the mind and logic. And it took me on a whole different path in life. And for me, what I learned was that to connect with that 
higher power or God that we had to have a process. And there could be lots of processes. There could be meditation, journaling, yoga, uh, reading, uh, you know, lots of different ways to connect with that power beyond the five senses. And once we develop that ability to, to connect with that power, we can get information from there, this beyond what we would get logically, no matter how smart we are. I mean, I'm totally convinced that these people that are geniuses that do unbelievable things in science, in art, in business, amazing things that don't make sense to the rest of us, I'm totally convinced that they're getting guidance from beyond, regardless of how smart they are, that they're getting guidance from that higher power. So for me, it was, a, it. It was about a five or six year process from that experience in 1992 to develop a really strong connection with that higher power and learn to trust it, to listen to it, and, and what I call follow spiritual guidance. So for me, the, the, you know, probably for the last 15 years in my life, you know, I won't say 100%, but a very high percentage of the choices that I make in life are from that spiritual guidance. And sometimes that spiritual guidance doesn't even make any logical sense to me. I mean, quite often it doesn't make logical sense to people looking from the outside, but even myself looking from the inside, it does not make logical sense to me. But what I've learned is if I take the first step and, and I'm, you know, following spiritual guidance that I get the next step and then the next step, one step at a time. If it's not spiritual guidance, then pretty quickly I get blocked. And I know that, you know, that was just a, something I made up or something that wasn't spiritual guidance. So for me, the, the most powerful choices in my life are from the spiritual guidance and not from the ego or the mind or the intellect. That's beautiful, Don, and I totally agree with you. In fact, you just, you know, uh, uh, had mentioned uh, such a beautiful thing in terms of life is just not about running and jumping over. It's just about taking those small steps and uh, one step at a time. And every step, uh, probably, if it is uh, guided and, uh, you know, chartered by your uh, inner, inner voice or your spiritual awakening or your spiritual self, uh, nothing better than that. Uh, you mentioned about people who have done some big, big things in life. They've always been guided by spiritual guidance. Um, I totally agree with you, Don. There has been a study done on various uh, business leaders. Steve Jobs, for that matter, has himself, you know, once said that he's he's guided by his spiritual guidance in terms of developing and doing whatever he has done in his life. And so are, you know, coming back to the point that some of these leaders who were actually you know, interviewed, uh, most of them who were very successful said that uh, they normally listen to their intuitions while taking those decisions. And they, uh, they, they are spiritually guided from inside to take some big decisions in life on the business. So it's not only on the personal side of uh, an individual, I think it's also for the businesses uh, that people are running in. Uh, it's also very important to be connected, uh, you know, to know what is the next 
that little step forward is uh, and that's how we make our choices it's a beautiful way of putting things down and and i you know we can go on to talk about it uh, for for 100 more hours uh, but yes to sum up this discussion i would say uh, as don mentioned and i completely agree with him that taking those small steps uh, one at a time thinking about what is happening around you feeling it uh, and and probably listening to your intuitions very well and get guiding spiritually uh, those decisions that you want to take and the choices that you want to make is something which is probably uh, going to lead one to success and the parameters and the and the you know the criteria for success may be different for different people uh, but for sure every step taken towards this uh, and making that choice with complete alignment with your body mind core and of course uh, the underlying spiritual being that you are uh, can make a lot of difference in it well and let me add one other thing aside from the spiritual perspective of it i mean what i have learned in my life that i have a lot better life and you know more peace love and joy in my life if i if i make choices from spiritual guidance but saying that uh even if a person doesn't have any spiritual basis to their life doesn't believe in it is not interested in it uh you know wherever you are in life whatever belief system you have one thing i will suggest that is extremely powerful in making choices is having a congruence understand an understanding of congruence and what i mean by that is having a very clear understanding of what the top 3 or 4 or 5 priorities are in your life and once you understand those priorities then making sure that your thoughts words actions money energy that you're spending that you're taking actions that support those priorities when you do that you're congruent and you're going to make choices that serve what's important to you in life now over time you know your list of priorities will change i mean mine certainly have and i think everybody's do so it's important i think to check from time to time and be honest with yourself you know what are the most important things to you in life and then are your actions supporting what's important to you and that gives you a very simple way to make choices for instance if your say your family is most important to you personal growth is second and business is third then that means if you've made a commitment to do something with your family and then a good business opportunity comes up to do it at that same time then you make a choice to be with your family if if you want to be congruent so that's just another piece to give people guidance on how to make choices just check in and see does this support what i say is important to me if it does then do it if it doesn't then don't do it beautiful i think that's that's a lovely way to always be congruent in terms of whatever you are doing in your life at any moment that you are in your life and uh, so to take this uh, i would say to my 
you know, to our uh, listeners that take this little piece of advice from Don. Uh, be congruent to yourself while you are making those choices. And I think the best way to make those choices, uh, even if you want to make them the smallest of the things in your life, is to have a very clear understanding of the priorities in your life and probably doing a check time and again to see whether your daily actions, activities, thoughts are very well aligned to those priorities or not. Uh, with this, uh, uh, both me and Dawn would want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for our next discussion. We would definitely bring out some good stuff and some meaningful discussion for you. Uh, please write to us uh, in case if you have any opinion, any suggestions for us. Uh, we would be more than happy to incorporate them in our uh, subsequent podcasts. Thank you very much for listening to us. Thanks, Don, for being My pleasure. Here. Thanks for listening to the Core Feeders Studio Podcast. Do subscribe and follow our channel for interesting monologues, conversation and interviews to come.